0: Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Centre. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. He is the living Word that lives and abides forever. Those in Christ shall be in Him and with Him and for Him and live Through him forever. Those who do not believe, said the Lord Jesus in the Word, they that do not believe shall be damned, but they who do believe shall be saved. These signs shall follow those that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons, heal the sick, speak in tongues. Yes, indeed, Lord, filled with your spirit, all things become possible through the mind of Christ, the spirit of faith, hope, and a sound mind. Thank you, Lord Jesus, all God's people said. Amen. Amen. I was busy with Romans, and as you know, on the road of Romans, we came to a point where Paul's asking, you know, That which I do, I don't want to do. That which I don't want to do, that I do. And so he goes on and then he says, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of sin? And then he says in Romans 8, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ, for those who walk according to the Spirit and not according to the flesh. Then we found that if we drop down, he begins to, in verse 13, says, If I then by the Holy Spirit mortify the deeds of the flesh. If I' mortified, that means put to death, kill what the flesh desires. then you will live," says the word. "To be calmly minded is death. To be calmly minded is death, But be spiritual, spiritually minded is life and peace. In the modern day era, in the modern day era, the Bible says the prophet in the marketplace considered a fool. Nobody listens. And the man of the Spirit is considered to be crazy. But the Word lives and abides forever. Then dropping down another verse to verse number 16. And I'll read that for a reading of the day. Always put the Word of God first. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Romans eight sixteen: The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that, that we are children of God. Now this word bears witness, is what is the critical factor here, because that word bears witness with our spirit is that which demonstrates on the inside of us what is true, what is the truth. We spoke in the previous session of walking in the spirit that 1 Thessalonians 5.23, man consists of spirit, soul, and body. Those three things, spirit, soul, and body. We know the works of the flesh, they manifest Galatians 5.19-21. to We can get there. We can even read there and go on from there. But um, spirit, soul, and body. If you take these three dimensions of mankind and you unite them, under headings and you take all the scriptures that say my soul this, my soul does that, my soul, whatever way the soul functions, it gives you immediately that the soul involves intellect, human intelligence, okay? Intellect, will, and emotions. Because of what's in my intellect, I will to do certain things. And it's very dangerous. We just read about that strong-willed dogs. Literally, it says that in the Hebrew, where it's at, it tells you literally, strong-willed. Now, if my intellect is saturated with worldliness, it'll steer my life. Or I might as well be called Jack. What goes on in your soul is what will steer, because the soul is like, 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 you know, as children, we had a park close to the home, and there was a seesaw. One child, one side, the other child. I would sit this side. One of my sisters had three sisters. They'd play on the other side, and they took turns, and I would up and down, and they would be there, and we had the seesaw right in the middle sits, that, that hinge, that is the human soul. And if the soul is heavily weighed towards stuff of this world, ooh, it will follow the stuff of this world with a strong will. That's why in the Hebrew the two words connect up. The strong will. But if the soul is brought under control, then there is the will to do the, the works of God and to do fulfill the will of God for one's life. To bear witness literally means here, it's a Greek word, I'll, I'll, I'll have to give it to you. It says, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit, Romans eight sixteen. If I look here at the Greek, is the Greek word, by the way, it means in the dictionary, to demonstrate what is true. Now, If we talk about the spiritual man, because the soul is in fleeting pursuit of stuff. I was thinking this morning, because I said tomorrow I'll take up the offering today. And um, I was thinking this morning of gold that God created that's under the surface, part of the rock bed that God put there and drives men crazy. Wars have been battled and fought because of that. Strong-willed souls gotta do, gotta do, gotta do, gotta do, like a horse on full gallop. But the Bible also tells us in First Corinthians chapter number two and verse number sixteen, we have the mind of Christ. So therefore I've got to fill my soul with a daily portion of this book. And I've got to be sure that I'm not lazy with this book, because I cannot read the book for Yanni, du placebo for I can't read it for Naomi. I can't read it for Maud. We can say we're praying on this scripture, the two of us together, but I can't read the Bible for anybody. You have to feed your spirit like a plant is fed with a little hand geezer with water, lest it dry up and shrivels and dies. You've got to feed your spirit with the word. It is the, you know, the Bible says with the washing of water, having been cleansed with the washing of water by the word of God. I've got to feed my spirit with life. You say, why the word? Jesus said, I have food that you know not of. I am the bread of life. I am the living bread. He's the word and he feeds you. But if I don't feed my soul with what's right and I don't have a proper quiet time, that means shutting down. I always think of a man called A. Allen that eventually, after much effort to discipline himself, went into his study He said to his wife, I don't care if you throw away the key, the only, only thing you ever open that door for is to give me water and I'm staying here and uh, I'm going into this fasting and he says, he didn't know in that house, it was a dark study, he didn't even know if it's day or night and how many days or how many nights, he just stopped eating dead started feeding his soul with the word of God just stopped that thing altogether and he said, I don't know how many days I've got, got the book at home, his autobiography, he says, I don't know how many days I did like that, until bang, finally the whole study lit up and a voice spoke to me and said, write down. This is why prayer is not being answered. The keys to the miracle working power of God in your life. That book is on the rack of my very special protected books of A.A. A. Allen. And then God gives him a list of the stuff and why people pray. And like James says, words, you're asking, ask a mess. You pray and you do not receive because you ask and you ask a miss. Wrong motives. Wrong intentions. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. The word to bear witness again means, and I'm just fresh here and I've got the old Greek dictionary in front of me here. Shomatareu means to testify, bear witness with another, confirm, and gives testimony or adds testimony and shows you or, or demonstrates to you what is true. Now we have a conscience. Now, what is the function of the human spirit then? The human spirit, again, oodles of scriptures, which I've got here when I did the course on walking in the spirit. When you look at those scriptures, summarize them, you find out that the spirit of man divides into three functions from a biblical perspective now. Not according to psychology, psychology, all that stuff. Intuition, communion, and conscience. Die gewete. And this is what God said to Kenneth Hagin, and I totally believe exactly the same in my life, to listen to your conscience. Because the spirit bears witness with your spirit, which the voice of which is the conscience. Intuition, is the very interesting little word here, is... Um, From 1 John 2 verse 20, it says there, you have an anointing one of the Holy One. You have an anointing of the Holy One and you know all things. That word know is the Greek word oida. That means to know intuitively. That word intuition says the Oxford Dictionary. Oxford Dictionary of English. It's the English language. It says, Intuition means the ability to understand something instinctively without the need for conscience or conscious reasoning. The ability to understand something instinctively. Intuition. Without the need of conscious reasoning. Now, I can flood my mind with a thousand questions whatever. Somebody says, what do you think about this, that, the other, and another? And I might say, you know, just by intellectual assent, I might say, well, you know, this, that, the other. Eh, You know, this is my opinion, and so on. And I go pray, you see. I go pray. And the moment I pray, and I said, Lord, yes or no, boom, the wrong way. And I just, you can't do that. And I can go and pray tomorrow morning and still get the same answer. My conscience becomes, becomes to demonstrate to me what is the truth. And the truth is the word. For no problem of mankind is not documented in this incredible, unbespeakable book called the Bible. There is no problem. So all of my personal decisions are made because I have much of this committed to memory. And so what I do is I just scan with my mind and say, what does the scripture say? What does the scripture say? And then begins to talk. And then you know that if your spirit does not bear witness, don't just don't do it. This die gewete. Now you know what Paul the Apostle says, these words, some shall depart from the faith give heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of demons, perilous times shall come. And the Bible says there of people who's uh, in, um, in the Bible tells you, in 1 Timothy chapter, actually both books of Timothy talks about the last times. And says their conscience being seared as with a hot iron. When you don't listen, to your conscience that's your moral compass it is the the thing on the inside of you that says right apart from your brain apart from your mind apart from a mindset the conscience is the place where God speaks through to the Holy Spirit filled believer If your temple of the living God, you're washed in the blood of Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to watch over your conscience diligently because some having their conscience seared, burnt, killed, because they didn't listen, didn't want to listen, and just went on strong willed in the wrong direction. And how many have I seen that died through all these years because of just what I'm talking about here? Burnout. So the voice of the human spirit, the most simplistic, profound, important factor, according to biblical verses by numerous ones, I have them listed, is that the conscience is that which testifies. So I can read, for example, here, just for the sake of your interest, I can take you to Second Corinthians or uh, Romans 9 and 1. Let's go there. And it says these words, I tell the truth in Christ. I'm not lying, Romans 9, 1. My conscience, my geweta, bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit, it demonstrates what is true. I can't even give a lie or speak a lie and my conscience would be in conflict. And the more the more I live this life people very well know what is right and very well know what is what is wrong. Yet they commit adultery and there are women walking around that have not with a married man in holy matrimony, they will ruin, destroy, disrupt, upheave an entire family, husband and wife, and children, split them up to fulfill their lusts. So my conscience is a key factor. That's why Paul says, when he speaks in Jerusalem and he makes his final speech to the people, I always practice having a good conscience before men and before God. It's the voice of your spirit. And you say, well, I never hear from God. Well, you're listening to your conscience. Conscience. So the Romans chapter number eight, and uh, it talks from verse 18, for the wrath of God has been revealed from heaven. And then it talks about those who suppress the truth in righteousness, um, in unrighteousness. And then Romans 2.15 says, They show that the work of the law is written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness. And between themselves, their thoughts are accusing or else excusing them. Their thoughts are accusing or else excusing them. Romans chapter 2 and 15. The law is written in their hearts. Their conscience is, is, that is your compass. Your moral compass. And the strength of character is right seated there. Their conscience bearing witness. Their conscience telling this the truth. What you're now doing is against the truth. In um, 1 John 5, 6, for the sake of, of... Those taking notes here, and I'll read the verse. This is He, the Lord Jesus Himself, that came by water and by blood. Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by blood. And it is the Holy Spirit who bears witness. Bears witness. Same thing. The Holy Spirit bears witness. Their conscience bears. Bearing witness, the Holy Spirit, because it is, here it says, the spirit of truth. Because he is, verse 6, 1 John 5, 6, because he is the spirit of truth. Anything that's a lie, Holy Spirit will point that thing out like that. Anything that is a bad joke or a cuss word, feiltal, that thing immediately goes in one's conscience. And if you ignore that, because the <laughs> the language is so bad, some people are so unsaved they don't even know the difference. The Lord knows. But yet the sinner also has a conscience. And the day the sinner walks into a church like a he will here tonight, I have turned this thing into a harvest event. So bring people unsaved here tonight. And I promise you, I will take them to the altar. You bring them. Because their conscience is also alive. Yet not born again. But the moment they become uncomfortable... The moment they feel in their, in their socks like something now is badly wrong and I'm really troubled, like somebody bathing with their socks on. Oh, really, there's, something's wrong here. Their conscience also work. But if they, in unrighteousness, suppress the truth, the Bible says that those who do not believe, they shall be damned. It is for us to get this world saved. It is the mission of this church, first and foremost, to get the gospel out to the people. It is the mission of this church to raise up leaders, to get involved in missions like you've seen here with the video where Frank and them go from school after school, preaching there, leading people, even teachers and principals to Christ out there in the field. They don't say much about that. They talk about the food project. And I've seen many pictures, had many discussions with Frank saw there how that he would address those school teachers and all the people, and then they would then say, okay, give their lives to Christ. Now the whole school comes. And then they can have their food. But how can I feed someone without first telling them that the one who feeds them is actually not me, but Jesus? He made the food. Can you say, give the Lord a praise offering now. I want to quickly move on and um, then come to Galatians 5.16. Now, here in Galatians 5.16 is an immensely important portion of scripture. And the apostle says then, and I can say then, Paul says, I say then, walk in the spirit. Walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. The word lust is a desire. It is a desire or something that enkindles a desire. I mean, there's... This Bible talks about the renewing of the mind. Do you think we can get people into Bible school through all these years? Do you get? Yeah, the most lefikia nostra, yikatolasso mesle khatahi ta koshlerava. Vaishna latrva sharakhta ve kol elto las shahinta nemen kishleke. The Lord just says, the day is coming that they will no longer be told to pray. They will pray. When the things that must come upon this earth begin to happen, which already have begun. As I personally have told people, where the scriptures are saying in the Old Testament, God says, in my wrath, I will punish the nations with fire. So look at the satellite map of fires on the planet. On the border, northwest border, I've told yesterday, between Botswana and South Africa, there's a long, I don't know how many kilometers long fire, like 80 kilometers or whatever, and it's burning towards the border, but it's so long, it's been burning for like 20 months or something. And all the animals are herded towards South Africa. Wild animals of Botswana coming across the border, and they're there now. He says, I will punish the earth by fire. There will be floods. There'll be earthquakes in various places. Morocco, unusual place. If I look at the tectonic construct of the Bible uh, of, the, of the of the planet Earth, the tectonic plates. And we have the fault lines in between. Then I I thought, that takes me by surprise. How come Morocco, where is that fitting on the tectonic plates? Because that's where the friction is. But Morocco got struck by about 7.1, 2,000 people dead. Earthquakes. Floods. My friend, Dr. Papa, sent me a picture. And again last night, I said to him, I'll respond to this on Monday. Where people are sitting on top of homes on the roofs. In, in Greece. And he says, oh the Christians. There are some Christians there. Wonderful praying Christians. Pray for the Christians. I say, yes yeah, sure indeed I will. Paul the apostle walked around there. Now there's a flood. Come judgment. The judge of all the earth is sitting ready to do these things. I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The strong desires. What does the soul do? The soul does intellect, will and emotions. I told you last week, emotional decisions are always wrong. Ach shame. Ek voel so jammer vir. Nie vir jou nie, Rose, don't worry. Ek voel so jammer vir. So jammer vir. Nee, nie to my, ja nie. Kek vir jou, maar is okay. Ach shame, sies toch. Emotional decisions break past the truth of the word. Emotionality is not spirituality. Except if the prophets weep over Jerusalem like Jesus did. And Jeremiah in his lamentations, when people would not listen to the word of the living God. Emotionality is not spirituality. Intellect, will, and emotions. That that intellect, that intellect, as any and don't tell me anybody in this place, you know your Bible. Because after, I don't know, a lifetime of walking with God and very intense weekly study of this book, I feel like I'm mean, not even in grade one. Walk in the Spirit, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit. The flesh lusts against the spirit. Now, this is important to read also. ESV translation is a very modern translation, very accurate as well. Like the New King James, it says, But I say, walk in the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For... The desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. These are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to. For the desires of the flesh, ESV, English Standard Version, new one, the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. These are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to in your soul. The carnal mind. To be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life, is peace. These are opposed to each other to keep you from doing what you want to do. Verse 18. But if you are led by the Spirit, then you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, and idolatry. Those are all connected to the lust of the flesh concerning sex and sexuality and perversion. Going to the Greek, it's just clear. But now, I won't do it now. I can, but I won't because time. Idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, and heresies. Envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, of which I tell you beforehand, and just also as I told you in times past, that those who practice such things, that means to practice it as a way of life, will not inherit, not inherit, not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is, King James translation, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, against such, there is no law. Against such, there is no law in the sight of God. If you do those things, ESV says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. And then it says these words, and we can continue after then. So then, verse 25. 24. Those who are Christ's have crucified their flesh. Ek het nog nooit een gekruisigde man gesien wat graf toe gaan met een trok vol goud nie. Langsom begrawe. Have you ever seen that before? Or you all truck those huge American 28 wheelers make a big passage into the ground, daar staan my trok vol goud en daar leek en that soul is not where it ought to be and is in danger. Those who are Christ have crucified the flesh and the passions thereof and the desires thereof. But now, find I close with this. But if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. ESV. If we live by the Spirit, and let us also keep in step with the Spirit. And as in the army... I remember with the drilling exercises, many, many years, many moons ago. We talked 1965. I had to do a nine-month training. Those days, it was just like But they teach you to convert from a schoolboy to a man. To make up your bed. To pick up clothing. To make the place tidy. Otherwise, those instructors will get you and you'll run a long, long distance that day and you'll go and pick a leaf from a tree about 10 kilometers from here, come back and he'll tell you it's a wrong leaf, go back again, get me another leaf. They do that. They feared those corporals that were in training in those days. Let's keep in step. What did they say in those days? in left, left, right, left, right. Just like that. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Not wrong foot. Left means left. Let's keep in step with the Holy Spirit. Your conscience will guide you like nothing else that God put in your heart. Stand up. Let's give the Lord a praise offering, everybody. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, give the Lord a praise offering like a good one. Shout hallelujah. And this is my prayer for the people of, of, of called by your name, your people here today, that from the second you will touch their conscience, each and every individual's conscience. And they will know What is true, what is right, and what is wrong in their hearts. For you dwell in us as temples of God. Then teach us from here onward to have a strong conscience in the fear of the Lord to depart from evil. Have a strong conscience not to make mistakes in life because it keeps us from making mistakes. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. The Lord bless you and keep you. Lord, lift up His countenance over you and be gracious to you and give you peace. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.